Hey everybody and welcome to another show of Turn It Up and as usual it is packed to the brim with some of the best music around. Let's tell you what we have new on the show this week. Well we have new music from Flickertail, from Dangerines, from Neil Young and Crazy Horse, from Jesse Jackson, from the Band of Heathens and Ray Wiley Hubbard, from Jack J. Hutchison, from Chris Barris, Richard Ashcroft and Liam Gallagher, Rory Gallagher, San Quentin and James McMurtry. Also joining us on the show are Cindy Boss, Dave Alvin, Chrissy Matthews, and he's the guest on this week's Toronto interview. Also, we have music from LK Brooks and Rod Stewart, and those two are the fans' favourite choice of Septa Clerk and from Newtown Butler in County Fermanagh, Northern Ireland. Thank you so much, Septa. And then we have music from Joe Lewis Walker, from Government Mule, from Blackstone Cherry, from Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, Foo Fighters, Creedence Clearwater Revival, The Angels, Jimi Hendrix, U2, Glenn Hansler, Bad Company, Leonard Skinner, Judas Priest and Benedictum, and those two are the producers picked for Colin Mullen this week. Also we have music from Genevieve Chadwick, Dan Baird and Homemade Sin, Something Happens, The Stunning, Gary Moore and Finn Lizzie. But we kick the show off with brand new music from Flickertail and this is their version of the Bowie classic Heroes, their brand new single out now. Have a listen.
And that was Flicker Tail, and that's their brand new single, and it's their version of the Bowie classic Heroes, and it's described as recorded live in the studio, and it's taken from their up-and-coming album called Afterlife. And, uh, you know, this posthumous EP from Sydney's premier retro rock band, Five Tales of Kitchen Sink Drama and Ill Advised Adventures, recorded live in the studio. Uh, so that's the story behind it and it says no overdubs or studio magic just raw unfiltered energy of a phenomenal live act at the zenith of their powers well I can't really disagree with that now next up we have Dangerines and this is brand new for them the new single and this one's called Love Jive
And that was the Dangerines and Love Jive, and that's their brand new single. And I suppose it's a slight change for the guys. Now, the band were formed back in the spring of 2017, and, uh, you know, they've they've been doing a lot of creative writing in the meantime and uh, certainly put out a fair amount of stuff. And, you know, they toured kind of, you know, they're from Montreal, so they would have toured around Montreal, Toronto and Ottawa and Quebec and, and all around there. A really hard-working band. And Love Jive is a slight departure from their little rock sound and is a kind of probably more southern rock inspired, if truth be told. Uh, but I certainly enjoyed it. I hope you did too. And uh, we certainly love playing them on the show. Now, next up, somebody else we like playing on the show. This is Neil Young and Crazy Horse. And this is the brand new single from the brand new forthcoming album. This is called Heading West.
Yeah, that's Neil Young on Crazy Horse and Heading West. And that's the brand new single taken from their forthcoming album called Barn. And it's it's actually, in total of all his album collaborations, it's the 41st studio album by, by uh, Neil uh, Young and uh, Crazy Horse. The album will be released on December 10th this year by Reprise Records. And uh, certainly I love that. Uh, but then I love Anne that Neil does. Um, that's uh, for sure. Now, next up, here's someone new to the show. First time on the show, and uh, this was an Australian artist called Jesse Jackson. And Jesse had an album out this year called Gypsy Willow. It's a really fine album, folks. Please check it out. And this is a track from that album, and this one's called Going Home.
Yeah, that was Jesse Jackson, and that's a track from her latest album out earlier this year called Gypsy Willow, and that track was called Going Home, and it's really a fine album, and Jesse's someone I've only come across recently, but you know, as I've always said, there's such amazing talent out there, and for me, it's such a joy to discover new people and new artists every day i just love it and delighted to play her music on the show and we'll be hearing more from jesse later on now next up we have the band of heathens and a collaboration with ray wiley hubber and this is a cover of a classic this is their version of papa was a rolling stone Three outside children and another wife. I thought it was. Heard 
some talk about Papa doing some stuff and preaching. Talking about saving souls and all the time leeching. Dealing in debt and stealing in the name of the Lord. I'm just hungry to hear you say. Papa was a rolling stone. Well, he believed his hair was his own. And when he died, all the loved ones have to say I really like that that's the collaboration between the band of heathens and Ray Wiley Hubbard and the classic pop was a rolling stone and you know isn't it great to hear a song done just in a slightly different way uh, than what you normally hear I just think songs have have so many um, a good song has has so many ways it can be sung and, and played and that's another example of it. I so enjoyed that. Now, next up, we have new music from Jack J. Hutchison. And this is a brand new single. And this one's called Straight to Hell.
That is Drive and Stuff. That's Jack J. Hutchison, and that's the brand new single from him. And that's a track taken from his forthcoming album, which is called The Hammer Falls, and that will be released in early February of next year. But for now, that's one of the tracks, and uh, certainly if that's an indication, it's going to be a really fine rocking album. Looking forward to playing some more tracks from it when it's released. Now, next up, here's somebody else that knows how to rock. This is the brand new single from Chris Barris, and this one's called My Parade.
Yeah, that's more drive and rock and roll. That's Chris Barris and May Parade, and that's his new single. And that also is taken from his forthcoming album, which actually comes out early March next year, and the album's called Death Valley Paradise. And it comes out, I think, early March next year. So lots of great music to look forward to next year, folks, absolutely. But that's a taste of it. That's the brand-new single from Chris Barris. My paradise. Next up, well, here's somebody else that's also new to the show. Uh, and again, someone I really like was introduced to her recently and said, we'll have to play some tracks on the show. This is an artist by the name of Cindy Boss. And uh, this, this track is taken from an album released back in 1998 called Home Truths. And this one's called Night Ride. Let all my trouble lay down the other side Morning after day don't break me In the road won't take me I'd be a fool for a lover shot down by Come on, on lately I got no win situation No reason, no rhyme Shooting all my limitations It's a fine line, I can't read the signs You love me but you don't know why You let the years roll by for something that love won't satisfy You tell me that my love won't hold you Any new friends told you There's a time for standing in line Time to make or break you I got a no-win situation No reason It's a fine line, I can't read the signs Let all my 
my trouble lay down on the other side Morning if the day don't break me And the road won't take me Be a fool for a lover shot down by Come along lately Yep, that was Cindy Boss and Night Ride, taken from an album she released back in 1998. But, you know, I've only come across Cindy's music recently. And sad to say that, you know, Cindy uh, passed away in April 2018 from cancer, which is so sad because I'm sure this lady had so much more to offer and really would have enjoyed hearing. You may hear some bangs in the background. I'm afraid I can't do much about it because it's Halloween time and there's bangers going off. So sorry, but we just have to call them additional sound effects to the show. <laughs> sorry about that. Now, next up, we have music from Dave Alvin. And um, this is, well, this is a classic track. It's a Bob Dylan song, and uh, Johnny Winter also did a hell of a job on it too. And this is a track from an album that was released by Dave Alvin in 2020 called From an Old Guitar, Rare and Unreleased Recordings. And this is the Dylan classic, Highway 61 Revisited. said to Abraham, kill me a son. And Abe said, man, you must be putting me on. God said, no. Abe said, what? God said, you can do what you want, Abe, but next time you see me coming, yeah, you better run. Abe said, well, you want this killing done? And God said, out on highway, 61 Well, Georgia Sam, he had a bloody nose And the welfare department wouldn't give him no clothes So he asked poor Howard, where can I go? And Howard said, there's only one place I know. And Sam said, tell me quick, man, I gotta run. 
Well, old Howard just pointed with his gun and said, That way, down Highway 61. Mac the fingers said to Louis the King I got 40 red, white, and blue shoe strings And a thousand telephones that don't ring Now do you know where I could maybe get rid of these things? Louis the King said Let me think for a minute, son And he said, yeah, I think it can be easily done Just take everything down to Highway 61. Now the fifth daughter on the twelfth night told the first father that things weren't right. My complexion, she says, is much too wide and he said come here and step in the light mm, yeah you're right let me tell the second mother this has been done but the second mother was with the seventh son and they were both out on highway 61 very bored he was trying to create the next world war so he found a promoter who nearly fell off the floor who said well I've never engaged in this kind of thing before but yeah I think it can be very easily done we'll just put some bleachers out in the sun and have it out on highway 61 Yeah, I have to say, I really enjoy that version of Highway 61. Now, I enjoy Dylan's and I enjoy Johnny Winters, but this is another version, you know, in a different way, totally different to the other two, but equally great. And, you know, Dave says, you know, it was Uncut Magazine asked him to do a, a recording of Dylan's Highway 61 for a CD insert. And he said, you know, I was scared to death because... He said, not only is it impossible to do a better version of this song than Dylan, not only is it impossible to do a, a, sorry, a better version, but it'd be pretty damn hard to come up with anywhere close to doing a version as good as Johnny Winter's classic cover. But he said, knowing this, I still figured, what the hell, I call in the musicians and figured out an arrangement and off we go. And that's the result. 
And I have to say, I really enjoyed that. I think I might have played on the show before a few months ago, but I just felt we need to do it again. Now, we're up at the point of the torn up interview. Well, this young man, I was lucky enough to see him live at a festival back in August in the UK. And uh, he was just amazing. His name is Chrissy Matthews. And, you know, when he plays live, Chrissy and, and, and the guitar are just one. It's just an amazing thing to watch. And I recorded this interview minutes after Chrissy came off stage, after putting in a barnstorming performance. And, folks, you've got to see this young man live. He's, he's just an amazing talent. And listening to his records does not do him justice. And, you know, he, he, he also is part of the Hamburg Blues Band and has been for the last six years. And it's no wonder he's a part of that either. He's just a phenomenal young man. Now, before we get to the interview, of course, we're going to play a track, a starter track before we get to it. So what we're going to play for you is actually the title track of an album he released uh, back earlier in the year. This is called Pizza Man Blues.
I, I enjoyed that and you're going to enjoy this interview because I said this is live and raw we're in the one room he's just come in from doing the gig and uh, he he's really vibing he's he's really on it and uh, it's a great conversation it's an honest conversation he tells it like it is there might be one or two expletives but look you know we're all adults here so I don't think we'd be too easily offended He's a lovely young man. So will you please sit back, relax, and enjoy the Torn It Up interview with Chrissy Matthews. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Torn Up interview. And you know, this is really special. As you know, on most occasions, I do it over the telephone. But this time, it's really special because I'm over here in Nantwich in the UK. And really... I'm after witnessing something that has just blown me away. I've watched a young man of 29 years of age play guitar like it was part of his body and soul. It's something truly amazing. It's actually an emotional experience for me. I asked him if he would do this interview and very kindly and graciously he agreed, even though I'm sure he shattered after the performance. Will you please give a massive torn it up welcome to Chrissy Matthews? Chrissy, you're very welcome to the show. Hello, Jerry, and hello to the Turn It Up audience. Chrissy, the question I have to ask is how did Chrissy become involved in music? Was there music in the Matthews family? Just tell me a little bit how all this started for you. Well, my father, Keith Matthews, is. Um is, is my hero. He's, he's, for me, the best guitar player in the world. Uh, and I grew up from the age of, well, two or three days old, actually, going to his gigs. Not that I remember them, but the earliest gig I remember going to was when I was three years old in Westcott Social Club in between Bicester and Aylesbury. Bicester's near Oxford, where my, my family's from. Uh, and my dad actually got me up to, to strum along to Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. And that's as I say, in my case, that's when the, the Chrissy Matthews speech marks, Chrissy Matthews story started for me, um, was, was playing Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison when I was three. I didn't play it, I just stood there and just strummed a few things unamplified. Um, but yeah, it's my dad. He's, I have a brother and sister, they're, they're totally unmusical, my mother's totally unmusical. I don't even know if they can clap in time. Um, no offence. <laughs> But no, my, my dad is, he got me started with the guitar and um, he taught me everything I know. Uh, still hasn't taught me everything he knows. <laughs> um, and he grew, he grew me up with the, the Shadows. Hank Marvin and the Shadows were my 
apart from my dad. They, Hank Marvin was my first real guitar hero after my dad. Said that three times now. Um, and and then it, it went from Hank Marvin and the Shadows, then to I, I discovered kind of blues music and um, when I was 11 and and started to study the history of the blues and, and, and really kind of felt at home and, and wanted to, to discover that music more. Um, but yeah, no, the answer to your question is, is my father and we, he introduced me to Hank Marvin and the Shadows and that's kind of when my life changed. And tell me something, you know, at what age did you form a band or how did that happen, Chrissy? <clears throat> I had my first band when I was 11 years old. I'd been playing guitar for three years and we were called the Bluesberries. <laughs> We met at a, in Oxfordshire, there was a rock and pop workshop where they run a four or five days and, and you go there and you learn how to write songs or play guitar, blah, blah, blah. And I met these two other guys. The keyboard player was 12 and the drummer was 10. We didn't have a bass player. And we were called the Bluesberries. Uh, and we did a couple of gigs, maybe, I don't know, seven or eight gigs. And I think the most we got paid was... 50 pounds and a bucket a bucket of chips or a plate of chips it was actually a bucket I remember we got a bucket of chips after the gig and 50 pound and that was amazing um, but but I quickly realized that they weren't as they didn't they weren't as hungry for the music as I was so I had to leave that and, and take my own way and did my first solo gig to a backing track when I was around 12 years old uh, at a local charity festival and that since then I've never used the backing track again ever seen ever since. But that that was when I went out on my own and thought, you know what, if you want something done, do it yourself, and just be your own person. Well, that, that's quite evident to me tonight. Seeing you play, like you you have you have so much passion, heart, and soul. But your technique, your ability, is something. I'm a bit hoarse, folks, because I, I was I was really cheering this man on. He's <laughs> he's something else. So you'll have to excuse the voice tonight on the interview but trust me to see Chrissy Matthews play his guitar live is just an incredible experience um so so you're you, you actually someone t uh, mentioned that you actually play at the Hamburg Blues Band would that be correct Chrissy that would be true I've been a permanent member now in coming up to six years in November um and there I did my first shows out in Europe when I was I think 15 or 16 and and start Germany is a, is a country that I've got a huge love for and first started working there in 2007 and, and every time I was playing these small gigs I'd always see big posters Hamburg Blues Band appearing in the town hall or blah 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 skip forward to 2012 my band opened up for them and that's when I met a great friend of mine Pete Brown and we we became great friends and then skip forward again to 2000 and 15, 2015, August 2015, I was doing a show with Pete Brown and um, and Clem Clemson, uh, Coliseum, Humble Pie and Bakerloo, Clem Clemson, and uh, and Gert Langer, who is the, is the boss of the Hamburg Blues Band, was, was in the audience and, and came up to me after the show and said, hey, Miller Anderson's just quit, can you can you join the band? And, and it was an instant yes, because I, I was aware of that band for a long time and they're the main ethos of the Hamburg Blues Band is based on British blues. They're, they're a German band that always have... I mean, Dick Hextel-Smith was a founding member with Gert Langer, and he's he's a legend of British blues. Uh, Jack Bruce was with the band for a very short time. Um, 
and yeah, b- before me was Miller Anderson, and before that was Clem Clemson. So it was real tough shoes to, to fill, but I took the challenge and said, too fucking right, excuse my language. Uh, and it's been a great journey ever since. I've, I've become great friends. I toured for years with, with Maggie Bell, who's, who's become like a grandmother to me and, and, and one of my best friends and, you know, the Scottish queen of rock, as she is known. She is probably the best female singer in the world. Um, and we've become great friends through that. And, and the same with, with the god of hellfire, Arthur Brown, you know, legends that have become my great friends. And now I've been touring the past few years with Chris Farlow, The Voice, um, another great blues singer. And, and, and just last the last two weeks, I've been on the road with Clem Clemson doing a, an acoustic thing together. And so I've, I've had many great opportunities from working with that band. And it's been six years now. And next year, they celebrate 40, their 40 years of being on the road. So we've got a busy schedule with with Farlow, with Arthur Brown and, and a bunch of other people. And I'm very grateful. I, I have my band running parallel to that and, and, and I try and do my own thing as well to keep that going. But I'm, I'm very grateful for the six years I've had with, with this, basically it's an iconic German band. The play came down Like a real heavy blow All my work got tossed out And there was nowhere to go Had to get a job fast And find me some dough Every place I went The man said no I went to the supermarket But I was too slow And I wasn't fit enough To be shoveling snow Well, the bubbles had all burst Up no one and cold They were the worst in time But the man said no The man said no He said it every time When I'm in the queue I'm always last in line I can't even But the man said no Uh oh But the man said no Uh oh I stomped through the sun Bleeding I could glow I walked through the But the man said no
certainly are an iconic German band but I think they certainly got some fame when, when they incorporated you into the band because just what I saw tonight you know it, it tells me you're such a fit uh, these indeed may be legends you played with but you're a legend in the making young man that's for sure <laughs> um, thank you and, and, and tell me you know and, and I know you touched on it a bit and, and I love your attitude uh, when we talked about you know COVID and the way that people weren't able to work and I, I love the positive uh, attitude you had actually one of the songs that you sang tonight spoke about that uh, how was it for you when, when when everything shut down you know was it difficult did, did you do some creativity were you writing music recording stuff or what what kept you occupied during those uh, months and I, I know now we're coming closer we in the UK they're fully opened up and I think in other parts of Europe something similar has happened so it looks like the end's in sight but what was it like for you personally Chrissy during that year and a half you might say when things just shut down well before I get onto that a quick backstory it was my last gig before the pandemic um <laughs> I was playing one of my songs it was in a place called the Blues Garage in Hanover and during one of my guitar solos, the, the, the bass player just stopped playing. And I basically turned around and went, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, and he actually collapsed on stage. Bass fell off him. And this is Reggie Worthy, his name is. Big guy, big dude, um, muscly man. And straight out of Ike and Tina Turner's band, actually, Reggie. Uh, took his whole bass rig down with him. And, and, and I thought he was dead. Um, I screamed to the audience, is there a call the ambulance doctors? And there were some doctors in the audience and they managed to kind of revive him on on, on stage and, and he actually ended up playing the second set. He was okay, but I thought he died on stage. He was having a heart attack. And I thought, and looking back, I'm going, was that a sign of things to come? Because that had never happened before. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it, was, it all came pretty quick in March 2020. It, suddenly one gig was cancelled and I thought, oh, I hate gigs getting cancelled, but okay, it'll be okay. And then <laughs> very quickly, within about the space of four or five days, around 80 gigs were cancelled. And I was forced to go back to the UK from Germany, where my girlfriend is too. Uh, and I quickly realised that, okay, this isn't this isn't a, a two or three week thing. This, this could be quite some time. And I've just lost every bit of income I've got royalties from playing live shows, money from playing live shows, it's all down the pan. Uh, so I went out looking for a job, as anyone would do. I, luckily, I've never worked what you'd call a regular day job in my life. I've been like, fortunate to only play music I love since the age of 14 or 15 and earn money from it. But um, yeah, I went down to Lidl's, Audi, Tesco's, Morrison's, the Sainsbury's, the works, tried to get a job delivering or stocking shelves or, or whatever, and, and they always said no. Um, consequently I got a song out of that called The Man Says No um, <laughs> but in the end I found a job and I started delivering pizzas uh, on a regular basis um, and that was cool you know 
I kind of enjoyed that delivering pizzas and driving around town every night and it was fun I did that for around eight months and in that eight months I, I managed to write an album I thought well I need to make the most of this time I'm not going to waste it so I sat down with my, my father me and Pete Brown got together digitally and we wrote and we wrote some songs together and then me and my dad got together and did the music and demoed them and um and there's a lot of songs on the record it, that's, that's it's called pizza man blues which is the record i recorded uh and, and it's my story of the pandemic and it's whether i spent i spent a year apart from my girlfriend the first four months of the lockdown and then the second one was eight months we didn't see each other so a year apart there's a song about that there's a song about not being able to get a job uh, but my favourite song on the record is called Grateful, and that's because, yes, it sucks being a musician in a pandemic, but at the same time, I live in the Western world, and I've got great friends and family, and I did find a job, and it was easy. I was fine. You know, there is a lot more problems in the world right now, as we know, especially now, and, and all the time. Poverty and, and running from war and, and, and trying to find safety. There's so much horrible stuff that... I was good, you know, I had a few gigs cancelled, but who cares, like, I was fine, I had a roof over my head, and I had a good family and a great support network, so that's another song I wrote called Grateful, um, but yeah, so I, I did that, did the pizza job, uh, and then earlier this year, I became a full-time extra <laughs> on TV shows, and I've been doing extra work on and off for 10 years uh, on various shows, once or twice every six months, but now, the, from January to June this year, I became a full-time extra and the phone was constantly ringing. Can you do EastEnders tomorrow? You do Holby City on Wednesday. Can you go and burgle a car on Doctors on Friday? And it was becoming quite overwhelming. It was constant, you know. And then, and then a real fun gig came along that I was asked to play, I'll say a German soldier, that's the words I will use, uh, on the latest Indiana Jones film. Now, I'm not supposed to say this. So I've been told to sworn to secrecy, but fuck it <laughs> um so yeah i spent two weeks working as a as a german soldier on indiana jones and that was a real good experience because i got to work on it on a on probably the biggest movie of next year i guess i can't say the plot but i can say that i stood next to some great actors and heroes of mine in the acting world mads mickelson and harrison ford and uh thomas kretschmann a german actor and, and that was a real good experience and and yeah i better not say the plot but um it was I just adapted to the situation. I always do whatever, whatever I, whatever situation I get put in, whether it's at a gig or, or anything else I've done. I go, okay, so that's the situation. What can I do? What's the solution? You know, everything has a solution, and you just get on and do it. You, you can you can cry about it, or you can do something about it. And I've learned, and I've I'm from the school of do something about it. Stop crying and man up and do something, right? <laughs> I was watching the world on the evening screen Everywhere a terrible scene Earthquakes swallowing towns Tall towers falling down There were people getting shot Sticking up for their rights Getting beat up by the cops For not being white Some of us are hanging on Most of us are fine We still got to see and quite a big piece of the sky You gotta be grateful 
what you've got Even if it ain't a whole lot As long as there's a ghost of a dream And a plot You gotta be grateful For what you've got Elections in the news I was reading How the enemy won Scrapped all the luck Threw it in a bin It sure was a sin There were workers getting sacked Cause the bread was not enough For feeding all the kids It was really looking rough Those of us on stage Are playing pretty well Cause we practice every day And we can play Like hell You gotta be grateful For what you got Even if it ain't a whole lot As long as there's a ghost of a dream In the plot You gotta be grateful For what you've got Said a bunch of us might die real soon Plague was raging everywhere Got no cure, they don't care There were ministers reading rules Said we couldn't connect Communications cut and our relationships wrecked But a few of us got together To man the barricades Trickle to the take before we slip Hands of the ship You gotta be grateful for what you got Even if it ain't a whole lot As long as there's a ghost of a dream in the plot You gotta be grateful Be great.
I think you know what I, I think Chrissy <clears throat> is a great attitude because you know we do get setbacks in life and, and we do get knockdowns and that's part of life and living and I, I think you're right the secret is that you don't let it get you down you do something positive about it and find a way to make it work and if there's that positive attitude in your mind you know it, it happens and I'm sure as regards the movie world <laughs> if your aptitude for acting is even a fraction of what it is for your guitar playing then you're going to be a very big movie star too someday there's no <laughs> doubt about that but we talk about I actually have it in my hand here the Pizza Man Blues album and uh, you know part of the show uh, that we do here in the interview we play a track before it starts and then we play two during it and one at the end so we play four and I think it'll be a perfect way to maybe pick some tracks from the, the new album and we'll feature them during the interview. So what would you like to kick things off with, Chrissy? Well, if we're going to choose four songs, I would say we should start with Pizza Man Blues, the title track, which is a song I wrote. I actually wrote it whilst I was driving. Uh, my first shift as a pizza man, I was sent to um, to the local army barracks. It's a true story. And uh, and when I arrived, they, there was three guards all with guns. And I'm going, Jesus. And they wind down the window, please, sir, guns out. I said, look, these are not explosives. They're just pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that was my first day. And like the second day, the, the police came and stopped me and said, oh, there's been a burglary near the pizza shop. Do you know anything? And um, and so, yeah, over, the, over a few nights of delivering pizzas, I would... Okay, whilst I was stopped, I would get on my phone uh, and just just sing some lyrics and, and hum some ideas and write write my stories down. Uh, so so I think we should start with Pizza Man Blues because that's a song I wrote to try and, if you close your eyes, come on a journey with me delivering pizzas or go on a journey with a, with a, a postman or any kind of delivery driver because really it's, it's horrible. And I'll say this now. House names should be illegal. If you want to name your house, that is okay, but numbers should be a requirement. You get the address, the Gables in Oxford Street. Oxford Street in London is a big street, right? <laughs> so, Mr. Government, please make numbered houses a requirement. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, Pizza Man Blues. Second, I would say, let's play The Man Said No, because that was all about me trying to find a job. And um, and that's just a, a song that I really love from the record. Uh, third, I would go with Grateful, which is, uh, as I explained earlier, how I feel and, and, and how I feel very lucky to be, to, to, to have a great network and, and now be back on the road gigging. Um, and four, well, I love every song here, but I'm going to go with Hair Dry and Drummer Man. And that's because it's about when I joined the Hamburg Blues Band, the drummer was called Hansi Valbaum, and he's quite a legendary drummer in Germany, and and we became great friends over the four years we toured, really great friends. Uh, and he sadly quit the band in May 2019, and within two weeks of that, he had a brain tumour and, and died around 10 months later. Uh, and he's, he's, I will say, he's the greatest rock and roll drummer I've ever worked with. And... And the title Hair Dry and Drummer Man is because he always had, every show we did, he would he would have a hairdryer in, in the dressing room and he'd be drying his hair in the middle of the gig and after the gig and he didn't have a lot of it. God bless your hands, but, you know. Um, 
And I just, I don't know why, but I found this hairdryer funny. And I always said, Hansi, when I write a book, I'm going to write a fucking chapter about your fucking hairdryer. <laughs> Excuse my language. This should be played after nine o'clock. Um, and when he passed, that was a great memory for me. So I, that's a, a, bi a biography of his life and, and the stories that he told me about his life. And he actually once died before and, and, and came back to life through doing a speed bomb. Uh, anyway, that's probably not recommended, but, but no, that's, so that's, that's a, a special song for me because it's about one of my great friends. Um, and it, and it's, sometimes I put complicated stuff in my songs, but Hansi never liked that. So I made sure that that song was a straightforward rock and roll, how he would like it. You know what, that, <clears throat> it sounds really great. And you know, it's usually, as I say, the interviews are done over the telephone, but there's an added dimension here where we're sitting here having a chat. It's not really interviews, it's a conversation be between two people that have become friends. And uh, Jerry, I could talk all night, man. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very special for me. And I think those of you who are listening to this interview will realise what a genuine young man this is, how much his heart burns for music, how much he's connected to the ether around him that makes us create this amazing music. And uh, for me tonight, was really special and I've, I've told Chrissy this earlier on before we did this, I've seen many, many guitars, uh, but what I saw tonight was really special. It'll remain me for the rest of my life. Uh, you have an amazing talent and the world is going to know an awful lot more but your talents. Chrissy, thank you so much for taking the time to do this interview. As always, it's so appreciated. And on behalf of myself and Colm, the producer of the show, on behalf of everyone here at this wonderful station, Radio Home of Rock, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. And sorry, I'm touch of laryngitis, so excuse the voice. Chrissy, thank you so much. Thank you.
trying drummer man He played the drums like no one else His feet was really special He gave the music everything And we're gonna miss him I can say is Chrissy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us on the show and do the interview and thanks at relatively short notice to be prepared to sit down after playing a gig uh, to sit down and do this but it was a great interview I really enjoyed doing it and Chrissy, thank you so much I'm looking forward to meeting you again in the future and maybe do another one now just to let you know what you heard as as you know we had the interview mix songs there and the first one you heard was called the man said no and then followed by grateful and then we finished off there with hair dryer drumming man drummer man and um Great songs, a really fine album and, and an artist with a tremendous future. And again, just watch this space because Chrissy Matthews is going to be a name you're going to hear an awful lot more about. Anyway, back to some more music. And this is a new single from Richard Ashcroft, but he's his old buddy Liam Gallagher in here helping him out on this. So this is Richard Ashcroft and Liam Gallagher. And this one's called Come On People, We're Making It Now. No doubt you are. Take it away, guys. Sometimes I feel like I can't move on Nothing in life is turning me on But I still see clear 
Yeah, that's, you know, what Richard had decided to do is record a number of the Verve songs that were made famous over the year. And he's called the album Acoustic Hymns Volume 1. And uh, he had his pal Liam in helping him out on that. And uh, I just said, we have to give that a spin here. And I sure hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. Now, we're at the point of the fans' favour. And this week is really pretty close to home. It's uh, the choice of Concepta Clerkham from Newtown Butler in Fermanagh, Northern Ireland. And Concepta has picked three tracks, well, two from one artist and, and one single track from another. And they're great choices. The fourth track you're going to hear is Elkie Brooks and Pearl's a singer. And uh, the second two that you're going to hear after that are the classics from the legend that is Rod Stewart. And the first is Maggie May and the second is Salem. So sit back and enjoy the fans favourite as chosen by Concepta Clerken from Newtown Butler, Northern Ireland. Thank you. Pearl's a singer She stands up when she plays
Yeah, really enjoyed those choices. Thanks so much, Concept. And again, thanks to everybody that sends their choices into the show here. It's so appreciated. And, you know, like, Elke Brooks, Pearls of Singer, that came from an album that came out in 1977 called Two Days Away uh, and, and was produced by the song's co-writers, Jerry Lieber and Meg Stoller. You've heard of them before. That They've written some classics. And um, then Mr. Rodney, so Roderick David Stewart. Uh, what can you say about Rod that hasn't already been said? You know, he's one of the best-selling music artists of all time, having sold over 250 million records worldwide. He has a 10 number one albums and 31 top 10 singles in the UK, six of which reach number one. And Stewart has had 16 top 10 singles in the US, with four reaching number one, the Billboard Hot 100. What can you say? The man's a legend, and I love playing his music on the show, and never will get, I get tired of that. Rod's always welcome here. Now, next up, we have music from Joe Lewis Walker, and he has some very sound advice. He says he's too drunk, too drunk to drive drunk. Oh, well. Let's tell us the story. Joe, off you go. Cause you're too drunk to drive drunk to 
Jim Beam driving a car. That's okay. I can't drive 55 no damn way. Oh, did I hit you? Remember, everybody in the club, drive safe on the way home. Cause that car you hit might be mine. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That's Joe Lewis Walker and Too Drunk to Drive Drunk. That's taken from an album that he recorded back in 2012 called Hellfire. And I think it may be the first time I've played uh, Joe on the show and it certainly won't be the last. Really delighted to play that track for you and there'll be more in the not too distant future. Now next up we have Government Mule. And this is from an album released in 2017 called Revolution Come, Revolution Go. And this one's called Stone Cold Rage.
was Gavin Mule and Stone Cold Rage and I said that come from an album they released back in 2017 called Revolution Come Revolution Go I think that album may have been recorded around the time of the, the US election so we not get into that we don't get political here but I think it was uh, but like all songs sometimes written with a political slant there can be some pretty good lyrics too. Mr. Diddle did that in his time as well and lots of others. Anyway we enjoyed it and we hope you did too now, next up, we have music from Blackstone Cherry. And this is the ELO classic. This is their version of Don't Bring Me Down.
And that was Blackstone Cherry given their rocked up version of ELO's Don't Bring Me Down. And that, of course, came off their 2020 album called The Human Condition. Now, we're going to have some Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. And this was something that they re-recorded in 2019. And this one's called Black Sheep of the Family.
Yeah, that was Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, and that's their 2019 version of Black Sheep of the Family. An interesting fact, that was the fourth song that Rainbow ever recorded. And, of course, the original was recorded with uh, the legendary Ronnie James Dio, but it was re-recorded with the current Rainbow singer called Ronnie Romero. Uh, and a damn fine version it is, and certainly, you know, really enjoy playing that for you. Now, next up, well, we have a bit of the Foo Fighters, and this is the Creedence Classic. This is the Foo's version of Born on the Bayou.
Yeah, I mean, uh, the food fighters can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Dave Grohl and, and the guys, they're just one hell of a band. And uh, that's a, another kick-ass version of a classic Creedence song taken from the album, the, the numbers album, I call it, those 101-50-25-25 that came out in 2019. Um, now, if we played a Creedence classic, we really have to play something from the guys themselves. So here's Creedence Clearwater Revival and... And this is the classic Fortunate Son. And, of course, that was Creedence rocking it out with the classic Fortunate Son, taken from William the Poor Boy's album that came out in 1969. Now, we have another track from Cindy Boston, the show, and this is another track from our Home Truths album, and this one is called Find My Way Home.
Yep, that was Cindy Boss and Find My Way Home, taken from her home through Sam, which came out in 1998. Another fine song. And sticking in the Australian music vein, here's a track from The Angels. And uh, this is something from an album that was remixed in 2020 called Take It to the Streets. And this track's called Wounded Healer. No, no. 
Yeah, I mean, the Angels in Australia, they're absolute legends. And, uh, you know, I remember listening to this album earlier on last year and so enjoyed it. And said, look, we're going to have to play something from it again. And uh, picked out that track. I hope you liked it. Now we have uh, Jesse Jackson return to the show. And this is the title track from her brand new album out at the moment called Gypsy Willow. So enjoy the talent of Jesse Jackson as she sings about Gypsy Willow.
You know, the thing I love about about Jessie, she's a great lyric writer, but as well as that, she's a very unique voice. And, you know, I think in music, you know, if you have that something that makes you stand out from somebody else, that, that gets you noticed. And uh, I certainly think that she has a really unique and special talent. And I'm looking forward to hear more music from Jesse. Uh, and I'm sure there's going to be some amazing stuff in the future. No doubt about that. And we are happy and delighted to play Jesse's music on the show. Now, someone else we're always happy to play. This is Rory Gallagher. And this is from a new EP out from him called Kickstart Today. And this one's called Souped Up Ford. <laughs> Thank you. 
I mean, any time you play Rory Gallagher on the show, you know, it's always great. You know, and he has so many fans all around the world, and particularly at this station, we're all Rory fans. And um, that is a track, it come up one of the earlier albums, and uh, it's now out on an EP, and uh, we certainly say we'd give it a spin. Now, next up, we have someone that uh, needs no introduction either. This is Jimi Hendrix and the classic Hey Joe.
you know, the amazing thing about Jimmy is that he had released officially, you know, I think just three albums. But, you know, the man's work is just the stuff of legend. And uh, I don't think there's any artist I know of has had such the impact that Jimmy has had in popular music and still continues to have and uh, still has a huge fan base. And that's just one hell of a song. Jimi Hendrix and Hey Joe. Now, here's somebody else that manages to produce a classic song or two as well. This is from their 1991 album, Actung Baby. This is U2 and the classic one. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame.
you know, being an Irish man, I, I am extremely proud of these guys. You know, what they've done, what they're what they've did, what they continue to do. You know, they're really one of the biggest bands in the world and they've produced so many amazing classics and that's certainly one of them. That's one and that's taken from Octone Baby that came out in 1991 and of course that's you too. Now next up, another Irish artist. This is Glenn Hansford and this is a track from an album released in 2018 called Between Two Shores. This one's called Roan On Slow. I got nowhere 
Yeah, my first time to see Glenn perform live was at at Nolan Park in Kilkenny back a few years ago. Well, Neil Young and Bob Dylan were double headliners and Glenn was also on uh, on the, the, the listing. And why was I bowled over, Ben? Because I had heard the man's music before, but I'd never seen him actually live. He's just a phenomenal live performer. And um, that's a great track, and he's a fantastic artist. So I'm really delighted to play it. Glenn Hansard and Roll On Slow. Now, next up is another band I really like. Now, in the main, you know, Paul Rogers would have been doing the lead vocals with this band. But nevertheless, there was a period he wasn't with the band. But that didn't stop them from touring out some amazing music. This is Bad Company, and this is an album they released in 1990. This is the title track. This is Holy Water.
What a classic track that is. And Holy Water was the ninth studio album by Bad Company. And they are thawed with Brian Howe as the lead vocalist. The album was released the 12th of June 1990. It went platinum, selling over a million units. Um, and, you know, the, the first single, Holy Water, was number one in the Billboard Rock uh, rock charts for two weeks during the summer of 1980. So, uh, you know, just... They've always been a great band, but even when they change lead singers around, they still were able to produce the business, and that's a great track without a doubt. Now, next up, well, next up we have someone else that has a very special place in my heart. This is Leonard Skinner, and this is a track from an album that came out. Uh, well, it's a kind of a best of, really. Nothing Comes Easy from 1991 to 2012. And this one's called... Backstreet Crawler. Thank you. 
That actually come off album. It was the kind of suppose you call it the comeback album. It's when Johnny Van Zant joined the band as lead vocalist back in nineteen ninety one, and it was Skinner's sixth album. It was the band's first new studio album since the nineteen seventy seven Street Survivors, uh, and the first really following the nineteen seventy seven plane crash that claimed the lives of three of the members of the band. Uh, and that came out in June 1981. It's a hell of an album, and uh, I haven't played tracks from it in a long time. So it was really great to hear that. I mean, Skinner's still touring, they're back on the road again. I actually seen a YouTube video of them doing Freeboard that just was out a few days ago, and they're still as hot a band as ever. You know, Rick Medlock can do the, the lead guitar work there, and it's just incredible. And Gary Rossington's back with the band too after having some, you know, heart problems. He seems to have all sorted and he's back touring with them again. So, so delighted to see that because I just love this band. Now, we're at the point where we do the producer's pick. And Colin has two more classic songs for us this week. The first one is Judas Priest. And it's a track taken from their Firepower album, and that's called Rising from the Ruins. And then the second one, then, is from Benedictum, and it's the title track of an album that they had out called Obey. So sit back and enjoy the producer's pick, as chosen by Colin Mullum.
Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And once again, thanks, Colin, for picking two cracking tracks. Hey, the first one was Judas Priest, uh, a track taken from their Firepower album. And that was their 18th studio album uh, released back in 2018. And, uh, you know, it, it did the business for them too. It sold extremely well. Uh, I think it came in at, at number five on the Billboard Hot 200 chart. And then Benedictum, well, they were around a while. They were formed in 2005 in San Diego, California. And, uh, you know, again, they've been around a while. They're a very consistent band and what you call a good rock and traditional heavy metal band. And again, really enjoyed listening to that too. So thanks once again, Colin. Really enjoyed it. Now, next up, we have San Quentin and it's their brand new single. And this one's called Step Up.
Yeah, that's San Quentin, and that's their brand new single called Step Up. And again, really enjoy what these guys do, and uh, really delighted to bring their music on the show. I hope you enjoyed it too. Now, we have Dave Alvin back for a second track, and this is taken from an album released in 2011 called 1111, and this one's called Harlan County Lane. She had to handle back home Then she gave me a number And said call anytime If I ever made it cross The Harlan County line
disappear out on the highway And I lost her number somewhere along the way So I'll say a little prayer that she's doing fine Another morning, another motel bed Another city waiting up ahead And another small memory to leave behind Somewhere across the Harlan County line Across the Harlan County line Yeah, I I love Dave Alvin's style. I, I love that laid back kind of style and, and I love the lyrics he writes. Um and, and that's why I want to play his music and, and act is well connected to the next artist because this man lucky enough to see him in Whelan's in Dublin back a few years ago, been a fan for years and uh, I just think he's one of the best songwriters around. Of course I'm talking with James McMortry. And he has a new album out called The Horses and the Hounds. And uh, this one's called Operation Nevermind. We got an operation going on. And it don't have to trouble me and you. The country boys will do the fighting Now that fighting's all a country boy can do We got a handle on it this time No one's gonna tell us we were wrong We won't let the cameras near the fighting That way we won't have another Vietnam No one sees, no one cares, cause no one knows, no one knows, cause no one sees it on TV. She works a checkpoint in the city, choking on the dust and smog She knows not to stop the black suburban Those guys will run you down just like a dog The KBR man knows her trailer He hips her to some recon that he's found He'll be coming by for a late inspection there does not be no soldier boy around No one knows Cause no one sees No one cares Cause no one knows No one knows Cause no one sees it on TV And don't they look just like on SEAL Team Lord, don't they look the best 
to sell the show Dying by their own hands for reasons we don't know have to say I'm a huge fan of James McMurtry and uh, he just has that style, he has that songwriting talent, uh, lyric talent that's, it's, it really, it's, it's very effective, it touches you. And I said, that come off an album, uh, you know, The Horses and Hounds, and that come out, I think, in August of this year, so it's not out very long. And uh, really, he's be, kind of become known as a songwriter, songwriter. So it's, you know, as someone you whose faculty with words and influence and other artists far outstrip his mainstream notoriety. I think what they're really trying to say is he's someone that a lot of songwriters look up to. And uh, I don't blame them. I, I just think he's fantastic. Now, next up, um, this is Genevieve Chadwick. And this is a track called Wanted. And it comes from an album called Riding the Wind, Forgetting Time. Genevieve, take it away. Why, 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 you've broken my heart 
Well, that was Genevieve Chadwick and Wanted, and that's taken from an album she released back in 2010 called Right in the Wind, Forgetting Time. And just reading a quotation here, it says, She looks like an angel, roars like a lion, and plays guitar like a demon. Imagine if Janis Joplin and John Lee Hooker had a baby together. Musically, this girl would be the offspring of that union. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That is a compliment and a half. And you know what? It's well-deserved. And we really enjoyed playing that 
on the show for you. And I'm sure we'll have Genevieve on the show again in the not too distant future. Now here's someone else we play on the show and we certainly have played them before. This is Dan Baird on Homemade Sin. And this is a track from now and released in 2018 called Screamer. This one's called Bust Your Heart. <laughs>
Yeah, that was Dan Baird and Homemade Scene and Bust Your Heart and that come from an album that was released back in 2018 called Screamer. Again, I've been lucky to see Dan a number of times perform and he's just a consummate performer. He puts on a great show and uh, I like the style of music he plays and we always love playing them here on the show. Now, next up, well, there's a kind of a... I suppose from now to the end of the show, and we only have four tracks left, there is a kind of an Irish connection. So those of you who, who like uh, the music from the Emerald Isle, you're in for a treat because you're going to get four almost in a row. And we'll be introducing each one. We won't play them together. But there is that theme running through them. The first one that we have then is Something Happens. And um, this band really were a very successful band back in the early 90s. And this is a track taken from an album called Stuck Together With God's Glue. And, um, well, it's a simple title because it's called Hello, 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 and Hello. Take it away, guys.
Yeah, really uplifting rock and roll. That's what I call that. It's music to get up and dance to, isn't it? Really great stuff. And, um, you know, the, the band are very popular, still are very popular now. And occasionally they come together for a bit of a reunion. And with COVID, that has kind of been put on the back buyer. But no doubt it'll be no time till the lads are up and at it again. Now, here's another band I really like. In fact, if I take it to see them in the next few weeks, this is the stunning and this is a track from an album called Twice Around the World and this one's called Heads Are Gonna Roll. When I was younger my heart had a hunger for feelings of every kind down through the years I shed hardly a tear Was it just that I hadn't the time? A world full of sorrow holds pain for tomorrow The future don't look very bright Down through the ages we're tearing the pages There's more of the book still to write All these years I never asked why All the tears I never could cry
Yeah, this is another band I, I'm really, really fond of. And they were formed in, in Galway in 1987. And I suppose there's another single called Brewing Up a Storm, and they'd be very well known for that. But, uh, you know, they have a huge following in Ireland, and, uh, you know, they're, they're very, very much appreciated and liked. And uh, a stunning show is a great show. It, there's a great atmosphere, and the songs are just really uplifting and vibrant. And... Um, I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't listened to The Stunning before, check out their back catalogue. Uh, you'll find there's some great stuff there. Now, we're almost at the end, but not just yet. We bring Gary Moore into the room, and this is a track from an album that came out in 1987 called Wild Frontier. This is Gary rocking his heart out with Over the Hills and Far Away.
And that was Gary rocking it out there with Over the Hills and Far Away. And that was a track taken from an album called Wild Frontier. And, uh, you know, it was released, um, I think it was released maybe even, Over the Hills and Far Away was released as a single maybe in December 86 uh, from his sixth solo album called Wild Frontier, as we just said. The song peaked at number 20 in the UK singles chart, but was most successful in the Nordic countries, topping the charts in Finland and Norway. And, and Gary's just an incredible guitarist and we did a feature on him earlier on in the year and was delighted to do that. Now we're almost at the last song, but sure, of course, before we get to that, we have a lot of people to thank. And we go really right back to the, to the earlier part of the show to the start. And we, of course, we want to say a big thank you to Chrissy Matthews. Uh, for taking part in the Tornup interview. And again, Chrissy, thank you so much because I know you're just after coming off stage and I asked you, would you be prepared to do an interview with us? And you immediately said yes. So thank you so much for that. It was such a joy to interview you and such a joy to meet a young man with so much talent and ability. And that's what this business needs as well. We need people like Chrissy, a young, talented musician that just adds a little spark to, to the music. And it was great to see that. And then, of course, we want to say a thank you to Concepta Clerken from Newtown Butler in County Fermanagh and Hoare Choice for the, the fans' favourite of Elkie Brooks, one from Hoare and two from Rod Stewart. Concepta, thank you so much for that. And, of course, we can't forget Colin Mullen with the two producers' picks, one from Judas Priest, one from Benedictum. As always, Colin, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. And then, of course, we can't forget our friends at Making a Scene magazine and Richard Lahomedou that puts it all together. Thank you so much for everything you do for us and for all the work that goes on behind the scenes to get the show out as a podcast, put the interviews in the magazine and generally do some magnificent work here for the show. So thanks so much for that, Richard. And then, of course, we can't forget the wonderful people here at Radio Home of Rock. With Week in, week out, as I tell you, 
These are just the best people, full of passion for the music we all love. It's the best station in the world, and I'm so happy and delighted to be a part of it. I just love it. Um, and then, of course, you, the listener. I mean, look, there would be no show if you didn't listen to it. So, I mean, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for listening in, increasing numbers each and every week. And please keep doing that. Please keep sharing the show's details with your friends. We want as many people as possible to know about this show. Because remember, as I've said, your favourite artists, if they're played here, the more people are listening to them, well, the more we can help them along the way. And that's what we want to do here. We want to be the link to help some amazing artists read the, uh, reach a wider listening public. That's what this show is about and always will be. Now, we're down to the last track. And as always, we like to finish with something pretty explosive. And, uh, well, I'm a huge Thin Lizzy fan. And, you know, I remember so well buying this album when it came out in the summer of 1976. I am talking about Jailbreak. And, you know, Jailbreak was the album that really did it for Lizzy. But this was the final track on the album. And this was with the lineup where with Scott Gorham and Brian Robertson on dual and lead guitars. This is just an incredible song. It's, you know, as an Irish man, I'm so proud of this too because there is a bit of Celtic rock on this and I love it so much. So let's go out with a bang. Let's go out with Thin Lizzy and the amazing, the, the powerful, the classic Emerald. And just remember before I go, if you hear music that touches your heart, you know what you've got to do. Turn it up. And we'll do it all again. Same time, same place, next week. Look after each other. Be good to each other. Keep listening to the music. And we love you. We'll see you all next week. Philip, take it away. shields and their swords to fight the fight they believe to the right overthrow the overlord to the towns where there was plenty they brought plunder swords and flame when they left the town was empty and children would never play again See you.